Hello and welcome to the Thought Experiment. Welcome to the Thought Experiment, I'm your host Scott Berger, and I'm here to guide you through a series of hypothetical journeys through mathematics, physics, and philosophy. This week, our thought experiment is Borel's Infinite Monkey Theorem. Given a room of infinite size and infinite typewriters and infinite time, how likely is it that a chimpanzee will type up William Shakespeare's Hamlet? Our thought experiment for this week starts at about 1913. Emil Borel's latest books in this time period include a segment on monkeys and typewriters, but not actually monkeys, so much as random letter and number generators. In 1913, statistical mechanics was his field, and he claimed that if a million monkeys sat at a million typewriters hacking away for, uh, let's say, 10 hours each day, it would be highly unlikely that, quote, their output would exactly equal all of the books of the richest libraries of the world. But even more unlikely is the laws of statistical mechanics would ever be violated by a bunch of flea-bitten apes. The thought experiment itself, just from the name, can be more or less self-imagined, because itself being lampooned almost universally at some point or another in film or other media, the infinite monkey theorem conjures up in one mind a huge room, simply filled with monkeys, all typing away on a typewriter, varying between whether or not if they're chained to the desk or not. We leave the room and then come back about an eternity later, those monkeys are in really great shape physically, and we check on their progress. As stated before, the theorem largely stems from statistical mechanics, which is neither as fun nor exciting as monkeys are. But more or less, it states that random generations of things typically don't really mean much. But really, the theorem is mathematically feasible, although however highly improbable it may be. If we have two events that are totally unrelated, like a fly landing on my nose and someone doing jumping jacks on the other end of the globe, we multiply the two probabilities of those events, say 1% and 10% respectively, and then we get the combined event probability. Now, the math states, without going into hilarious proofs here, that the likelihood of typing the first few words, even, of Hamlet or another Shakespearean word, gets exponentially lowered by the letter. On a typewriter, there's 50 keys, and the chance of hitting the first letter is 1 in 50. The chance of hitting the second letter would be 1 out of those 50 keys on the typewriter, multiplied again by 1 out of the 50 keys on the typewriter. Keeping in mind it's not 1 out of 49, because each letter that you type starts the cycle over again. So if I were to hit F first, and I go to hit another letter randomly, that doesn't mean that I would have to hit another letter other than F. I have an equal opportunity of hitting any letter on that keyboard, be it F or not. Thus, the product of our combined probability of two letters is 1 out of 2,500 meaning that in a room of, say, I don't know, a million monkeys, 20,000 get the first letter right, 
400 get the second letter right, and only 8 get the first three letters right, and so on down the line. Of course, we can't have half a monkey, so we usually stop it at that point. So, in a group of a million monkeys, randomly typing away, only 8 are going to get so far as the third letter, let alone a word. If we had a room of infinitely many monkeys, ultimately, we would get the winning monkey who would type up a verbatim work of Shakespeare. But the probability of it happening is so ghostly low that it's really not worth considering, given the exponential decay examined with the first three letters of anything meaningful. So just what would happen if we, say, had a room of infinite volume filled with an infinite amount of monkeys all hacking away randomly? Well, obviously, if someone made a room with an infinite amount of monkeys, it would win more awards than the monkey who typed Hamlet randomly. But the reality of this theorem is that there are no monkeys, but randomly generated works of Babel. What would be more realistic is to be in a voluminous library, randomly generated, one to which the extent would be infinite, containing every book ever written by those monkeys or random generators, keeping in mind that the whole time that we have been saying monkey, we've really been talking about more or less a computer that just randomly generates numbers and letters and symbols and things. This extends into another thought experiment that can be saved for later, but its applicability here is unmistakable. The infinite library contains every book ever written. Books on Voltaire's Candide and why it was so great, and books arguing the opposite. Books written in French, with pictures of Bob Dylan riding various motorcycles. So even if we did have a huge library filled with all these books of either nonsense or things that did make sense or directions leading out of this library or books saying that the books saying that the directions of the library were false and totally fallacious, we would have a slew of information so vast and unmistakable that we'd get lost and bogged down in it to the point where we wouldn't even really be able to do anything with it. Meaning that if we had infinite amount of monkeys, each one typing away randomly, while we would get one out of those infinite, which would be likely zero, we would happen to have as a byproduct every dictionary ever written through every year that's ever existed, including dictionaries from the future, past and present, every book you've ever could have dreamed of in every different language, including ones with exclamation marks randomly strewn about the sentences. This largely stems from the dealings of infinity opening up the doors to a bizarre yet somewhat understandable realm on unreality. In closing, while it would be fun to have a huge room of monkeys, although having them change to a uh, typewriter really isn't the most ideal situation, even if we did have a huge room of monkeys all hacking, hacking away at typewriters or replace them with IBM computers randomly generating numbers, if we had an infinite amount of them, what would the probability be of them typing Hamlet? 100%. What would the probability of them typing anything be? 100%, largely stemming from the number of monkeys that we're using. Of course, we have to bound it by infinite time and infinite patience, as well as infinite lifespan. So, the reality of this really isn't too great, but it's unmistakable caricature on shows like The Simpsons, where Mr. Burns opens up his lair into a room full of monkeys, and he takes a script from one of them, and it says, 
It says the opening lines from The Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. And then Mr. Burns chastises the monkey for, for making a mistake. This thought experiment, through nearly a century of thinking about probability, statistical mechanics, and helps to open up the door into what would the world of infinity really be like, and whether or not if we could really understand all those books written by all those monkeys and computers with the word banana every third word. <laughs> <laughs>